just like take their head in between those in, in between those fingers and just squish it like you're squishing their head from far away and it just relieves so much tension Hey, what's up, you guys? My name is Mikko Kraszowski, and welcome to episode 49 of That Remote Show, where we hear from location-independent entrepreneurs and professionals so you can learn to quit the cubicle and live life on your terms. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by none other than my fiance, Sarah Graves, who's here next to me, and we thought that we would um, record an episode where we talk about something that I think is going to become really important with all this COVID-19 stuff going on and so many people working from home with their partners and that's how to actually work from home remotely and not kill your partner because we're all stuck together. We're all right next to each other for long periods of time and we can't just leave and go to a coffee shop or something like that. So I thought that we would kind of talk about it because Sarah and I have a little bit of experience working, living, and traveling together, and we kind of wrote down some tips for you guys that might be experiencing this for the first time. So, Sarah, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me back, Mikko. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's kind of cool because I don't think that you were my fiance the last time we recorded an episode together. So. I was not. Yeah, so that's things have uh, changed. That's right. Yeah, a lot of things have changed <laughs> since the last time you were on the podcast. But yeah, so, you know, like I mentioned, we're just kind of going to talk about a little bit of like the tips that we've picked up that we thought that you guys that are into this now for the first time can uh, hopefully use so that, you know, at the end of all of this, you're still with the same partner. So here's here's to hoping. Yeah, here's to hoping. We have alcohol stocked up for us for the rest of the time that we're here and we're we're making it through. Yeah, and we're probably going to do a separate episode about kind of how all of this has affected us in our lives and like what we're going to do moving forward, what our plans are. But for now, let's just dive into these tips so that you guys can, you know, start using them. So for a little bit of background, um, Mikko and I have been working together in the same, some sort of same building, whether it be an apartment building, a house or a studio um, for the last how many years? Three years now? Yeah, I'd say about three years. Maybe a little bit more than that. So it's been um, it's been a it's been a while. Um, we've had a huge range of different jobs, um, different hours we've worked. We've just kind of been through it all, in regards to working together in a small space. Um, obviously, this one's a little bit different now because we cannot leave. Um, you know, we can't leave the apartment if we need to, which is you know a frequent thing that we need to do to get some space away from each other. So. Um, we're, we're a little bit more stuck this time, aren't we? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the differences and like a lot of people have been telling me that, you know, have been asking me for like, since we've been working remotely and stuff and they've been asking for like tips and like some people are already going stir crazy. And the thing that I remind people is like, this isn't remote work. This isn't what remote work is like normally. Like I'm a big fan of coffee shops and co-working spaces. Those two things are not an option at the moment. So we're all kind of stuck together, not allowed to leave, not allowed to kind of enjoy a lot of the benefits of this remote lifestyle. And it's just something that we're going to have to deal with for, you know, the foreseeable future. And that's why, you know, 
like I said, I do enjoy going to coffee shops and co-working spaces, but we have spent a lot of time working together in the same spot as well. And so that's why I thought that maybe we could share some of these tips and hopefully they're helpful to you guys who are living at home with a partner and now working at home with a partner as well. Cause I know that can definitely like add an interesting side to the relationship. Yeah. So just keep in mind if you're about to kill your partner and you're saying in your head, oh my gosh, I could never do this. I could never, you know, travel and work online with my partner. Remember there is a huge dash of cabin fever and stress that comes with that, um, that you're probably experiencing right now. So don't, don't let this be your only, only experience with, um, with what you're going through right now, working remotely with a partner. Cause it, it, there is a light at the end of the tunnel with yes. all this. <laughs> so what do you say? Should we dive into kind of these tips? I think we should. All right. So the very first tip um, that we have, and we kind of got together and talked about these uh, before we recorded this, but the very first one is to create work-life boundaries. And just to kind of like set a little bit of like a setting of what this is, essentially what I've seen and heard from a lot of people who are new to this is that they kind of tend to have those two things overlap a lot. And like work becomes, you know, like your like your life or away from work kind of overlaps with your life at work. Um, you know, those work hours tend to stretch. They start earlier, they end later. And it's really, really important to create those boundaries, especially when there's somebody living with you who's also going through this because then it's like you guys never really get time together that work isn't involved. Um, so the very first kind of like point to this that I'll start off with is that I think that it's, really important to have a starting and ending ritual to your workday. For a lot of people, if you're new, if you're only working remotely right now because of all this COVID stuff, you know, maybe you're driving to work and then driving back from work in a way that's your ritual, the way that you set yourself up for, you know, mentally to be at work. And you need to find a new way to do that, to kind of like set your brain for work. Maybe that means taking a walk outside. Maybe it means reading a book related to, you know, your job for like 15, 20 minutes before you get started for work. But I think it's really important to have a ritual that signals I'm going to work now and a ritual that also at the end of the day signals I'm going to be done with work now. One really funny thing that um, I saw recently, um, my friend Sarah Shaker, if you're listening to this, hi Shaker, um, posted a really funny video on Instagram stories of her roommates. And it sounds so silly, but just keep it in mind. I don't know. Good option. She, her roommates got a cup of coffee and literally just took a round walk around the block and they did it as their commute to work every day. And I thought that was so funny. And at first it sounded, it sounded like a funny you know, funny thing, but after they took a walk around the block, they walked in with their coffee cups and, you know, greeted their coworkers I'm doing air quotes here. Um, and it sounds really funny and it is, but it's also just a great way to just kind of get your mind going for the day. Um, and I think the most important things with these rituals is you have to, it's best to be really consistent every single day. So that's just, that's basically your, your, your way of telling your mind you're getting set up for the day to start working and you're, you're turning on the on switch for your brain is about to be on for the next nine hours of work or whatever it is. Um, so just whatever it is that works for you, whether it's reading, taking a walk around the block, just being really consistent and setting yourself up for the day. And my thing with, um, you know, doing this as a couple is you have to find your way of coordinating this with your partner. So if it's, you know, middle, middle, 
Mitko likes to meditate sometimes in the mornings. Um, and I know not to even look at him during that time. Like it is Mitko's sacred time. It is his, you know, he's getting set up for the day. And I, as a partner, I do, I do my best not to even, you know, go anywhere near him during that time. Um, and part of that is Mitko having to communicate that to me. Um, so just be really, really respectful of that boundary for your partner. I actually love that idea of getting a cup of coffee and then walking around the like the block or something. That's actually Funny. a really good yeah, idea. I love that. I like. That. I think they were doing it as a as a joke, but I was like, that's a really you know that's a really smart idea. You're going outside. You're doing the commute. I love that. Yeah, I uh, totally agree. Another kind of thing that goes along with that is to also like get dressed for work. Uh, I think this is. I, I'm definitely guilty of this when we first started working remotely. I remember like, oh, it's PJs all day. Like I'm never getting out of sweatpants. Like it's so nice. Like all this kind of stuff. And that's really great for like a week. And then after that week, you kind of just start realizing that you're like, you're living in your own filth. And like you kind of, there's this like, there's no motive. I'm sorry to be gross, but there's no motivation to shower. It's like, oh, I'm just getting up and getting in my grout fit every day. It's like, and then, you know, days go by and, yeah. It gets it gets really out of hand, so you just it's very and, important. And so that's why I think that it's it's important to the same way that we're saying is like have a ritual to start the day, you know, at the end of the day, like get dressed for work. You know, it's gonna make you feel like you're in that mode where you're trying to be productive because this is something that we're gonna it's kind of goes into this, but it's like something that goes along with this as well is like don't really work at the place where you relax in some ways like you and it's not perfect like you know what sometimes you're gonna have to work from your bedroom but like try to as much as you can separate the places where you relax and the places that you get work done you're playing a very dangerous game if you start working from your bed it could it yeah it's a very dangerous dangerous game so just don't just don't do that and you want also you want your bedroom to be a place where you relax and you can fall asleep and it those lines just get crossed so easily and it just creates a lot of a lot of problems yeah so um definitely like you know kind of creating boundaries at the very beginning is really important because then it allows you to as you grow and as this you know we don't know how long we're going to be here you know we don't know how long this is going to be a reality and so setting those boundaries now building those routines now is going to be really beneficial for you going forward um, anything else before we move on to the second point here, Sarah? I think I'm ready to announce the second point, Michael. Go for it. So number two tip we have to set office hours. Um, so we, this is really important for, um, you know, if you're working as a couple, we need to make sure that we know what's going on in each other's work life that upcoming day, not every single detail, but you know, if they have any calls that they're going to need to be on, we need to make sure that we have, you know, we're in the right places for that. And you just kind of have a plan. Um, especially if you're in a small apartment, this is more, probably more, um, relevant if you're in a small apartment, just cause there, if there's not a lot of space to work with, like right now we're, um, we're in an Airbnb in Cincinnati, we're quarantining our quarantining ourselves for two weeks and we do not have a lot of space. So we just have to work with what we have. Um, so you need to, you definitely need to, you know, share with each other what's going on in your work day today. If you need them to get out of the room for a little bit. And yeah, I think it just comes down to like, there's really two really important points to this setting office hours kind of thing. The first thing is obviously communicating your schedules with your partner, because if there's one good place for like holding calls or something like that, 
and you have a call at 3 p.m., like that's like you need that spot for 3 p.m. So then that means that your partner needs to know that at that time they need to go another place. It's just sort of getting together, making a plan of like, okay, like what is your schedule? You know, what are the things that you need this space for? Like when should I have this space? Like just kind of you're a team and the same way that your coworkers at your office would know about, you know, when the meeting is. It's kind of the same idea. Um, the other point that I think is really important with this office hours concept is, and this is, I think this gets like really, uh, the longer that you spend working from home with your partner, the more important this becomes. And it's to actually set office hours and respect those office hours as business time. Um, so to give you an example, you know, if you normally work from nine to five and those are the hours that you are going to be following during this quarantine and working from home. Those hours, nine to five, with without, you know, obviously if you have some scheduled breaks in there, are for business talk. So you need to come to like an agreement with your partner to kind of almost say like, hey, don't come with me with like other matters during these hours that are for business. You know, these are for business hours for talking about work. Um, and, you know, if we have to communicate about something else, we can do so afterwards. And I personally, Mikko is more um, strict on this than I am. I am the problem here. And so you have to keep in mind, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to, you know, and you're, you're more strict about this than I am, but you still, there's times where, you know, you just talk about stuff. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a day, you know, you go on through your day and just things come up. So you're, it's not, well, you, you have to talk to your, your partner about where, you know, where that balance is, because if you think about it, you know, I, I'd imagine for all of you that, you know, go into an office for a nine to five job, you're not, you, you talk to your coworkers about, about things throughout the day. You're not, you know, you're not sitting typing furiously away at your computer for, you know, nine hours for throughout the day. So it's, while you have to respect it, like I, I, I guess I would say kind of treat your partner during those times, treat your partner like a coworker. Like I would say it's about like reading the room. Yes. You know, like it's Absolutely. so one of the things that's helpful with this that I'm not perfect about either, but that I like using sometimes when I need to be really focused is like a Pomodoro timer. And what it is essentially, it's it's a timer that breaks up like 25 minutes of work and then gives you five minute break time. And it's something that I put on my desktop. And one of the things that like I've noticed that Sarah, that you mentioned you do as well is like if you see that that timer is in that 25 minutes, you don't come to like say something because you know I'm trying to be really focused. You'll wait for that five minute break to like. And the nice part of that is I can, he keeps it like, you know, very like very visual right in in front of his computer. Mm -hmm. I'm for, I'm sure for your purposes, but I can like see that every single time I go up to talk to you like, okay, this is working time and it just, it works out really well. Yeah. So I think that those two points kind of go hand in hand together. So obviously create boundaries. Don't let those like, you know, don't let work wash over into your normal day-to-day life. Um, and to kind of like set office hours, set those boundaries of what is for business, what is for, um, you know, just like your normal life. Um, are you good to move on to point number three or do you, is there anything that you'd like to add to those two points? Let's do three. You want to do it or you want me to do it? I can do it. I can oh, start this one. Okay. So point number three is to make space for alone time. Uh, 
you're going to be spending a lot of time with your partner and as much as we all love each other and you know we like being around each other we are our own people and like you want some alone time sometimes and you want to like like one of the things that we've talked about before is like hey what is your alone time like what is the thing that like you kind of in, in in the past it's been for me it's been the coffee shops like hey when I go to the coffee shop I'm looking to like go to the coffee shop and be by myself and work for a couple of hours obviously it's not an option right now so you need to have that conversation about how are you getting your alone time and like how am I getting my alone time and I think to add on to that too it's not just making the space but it's it's on it's not feeling bad about it like saying like I mean this is again goes back to pre-corona days but just saying I'm I'm going to the coffee shop and I don't want you to come with me today like I just need to be by myself today or even right now if it's going into the other room and just not not feeling bad about it and on the other end of that just being accepting and knowing that we all need a little space right now it's all a little bit tense like I know it's it's you know there's Mm -hmm. just so much tension with everything right now so just being really gracious with that and being you know, not, not feeling bad about asking for that. And one thing that I've, I think through these last, um, week or so that we've been, been here. Um, another thing that I talked to Miko about was just having something of your own, whether it be like a hobby or a TV show or a book that you're not necessarily sharing with that other person. Like I, I started a TV show that I had, um, I had read the book and it was like, it's my thing. And you're not, you know, sharing it with me. You're sharing everything you're right now. You're sharing small space, food, you know, air, everything. So it's just nice to have your own something that's just yours. I think that's been really nice for me. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think one of the reasons why we're bringing this up is this is kind of like a common sense thing. But I think the important part of this is to have that conversation. Because, you know, if I were to just say, Hey, uh, I'm going to do this thing and I don't want you to be a part of it. It can, it can be kind of like, Whoa, okay. You're being a dick. Right. So, but if you set the tone of like, Hey, we should have this conversation so that we can stay sane. It's a, it, 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 you know, it's not harsh when it gets said. Like you will, it will be worse off if you share everything and do everything together. You need, it's, you're doing, you're taking that space for, for your relationship so that you don't claw each other's eyes out at the end of this, you know? So it's, it's healthy for your time, you know? Yeah. And I think it's also moving into this, like we're all being restricted to be inside, but that doesn't mean that you can't go outside. Like one of the things I like doing by myself, for example, is going for runs by myself. You know, it's, I, I both get to exercise and I get to like get a little bit of that time alone and you know, it's quiet and it doesn't mean that we never run together, but I'm very clear of like, Hey, do you want to go on a run with me? And if I don't say that, then Sarah kind of knows that she's not invited. You know? I just say I just say no every time, and Mitko thinks it's because I'm giving him alone time. But I just hate <laughs> running, so hey, whatever works. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on to point number four, um, I will let Sarah. Thank you. Open this one. Um, so number four tip is to enjoy the benefits of this time that you have together and working together. Um, but do not forget the boundaries. I know we've been really, you know, really trying to push that, but the boundaries are super important. But, um, yeah, I think the important thing here is to like, look, like there are obvious benefits to you being with your partner for long periods of time. And you should be happy about those and you should enjoy those. But like you said, it's important to 
not let those like kind of the edges of those bleed into, you know, your office hours, your work hours and so on and so forth. So take advantage of it. Like you, I don't, I mean, I don't know how much, how many of you have the time in the mornings normally to have breakfast with your, with your partner, enjoy coffee or just like sitting, reading together on the couch or whatever it is, or like I, I love leaving like little notes for Mitko and like just those cute little things that you aren't able to do throughout the day. Um, just, just enjoy it. Like this is, I know this is a really, really hard time for all of us. We're all, you know, struggling with something right now, whether it be, you know, being so close to our partners or just worried about loved ones around the world or whatever. So just enjoy this time and like be about to be really cheesy here, but be really, really thankful that you're stuck with someone that you love because there's, we know a ton of people that are alone right now and it can be hard. So um, just take this time to, you know, really try to enjoy it, even if it can be difficult. Yeah. And like, I mean, I think this is the reason why I wanted to phrase this tip the way that we did was because it's like, like, yes, you need to still be in that business mindset. You still need to be in that mindset of, hey, maybe I have a nine to five and a half to be there for those hours. But look, you also have the benefit of you know, being able to say, hey, do you want to have lunch today at 1 p.m. where we both take an hour? Maybe we'll go out, you know, to the park that's close by or like maybe we'll go sit on the deck or whatever and actually like enjoy something that you don't get to do often. And that's great and that's perfect as long as it's kind of like planned and you both know what, you know, what that plan is. Like, shoot, you just got a cute new coworker. Just like, you know, yeah. enjoy it. Take take some take some sneak peeks. Look at them like enjoy this time and yeah i don't know absolutely um shall we move on to our next tip yes uh the next tip is that with you know all of this we're trying to you know give you guys tips so that you know things don't blow up but i think you need to accept that it's gonna get messy (laughs) it's two people that are you know normally you're probably used to going out and seeing other friends and interacting with other people and having more space but you know, once you're confined and you're not allowed to like leave and you're also maybe not interacting with other people as much as you normally do, things are going to get messy and you guys also need to be prepared for that. Uh, One of the things that Sarah and I talk about a lot is like we try to communicate each other's stressors to one another because at the end of the day, it's not like I'm against her or she's against me and like we're trying to like we're on the same team. But what happens is that if I'm not aware of Sarah's stressors at this moment. Like I might just push the wrong button, you know? And so it's really important to kind of like maybe every week, like just like talk about over coffee, like, Hey, like what's stressing you out at the moment? Like, what can I do better? Like, what are the things that I can be aware of and stay away from so that I don't, you know, push your buttons. And I think that's really important. It will help you stay away from like those explosive, you know, messy moments. Yeah. And again, it's just a really, it's a really tense time for everyone right now. And it's not, again, like you said, Mitko, it's not like we're against each other. It's just, there's on top of the stress of working together and being in this small space, there's just so, there's so much going on in our thoughts, you know, not even just about what's going to happen with the world and all this, all these big questions, but like, where, what am I going to be doing next month? What's going to mm-hmm. be going on and planning. And so just should just be, you know, be aware of that and just have some extra grace. Like Miko has had so much, so much patience with me over the last week. I've just been horrible to deal with, I'm sure. But I don't think anybody <laughs> currently 
that qualifies like a part of the human race has been like you know okay <laughs> okay you know there's like something going on at the moment that's like incredibly stressful like you said one of the difficulties is that like i feel like every day things are changing and like just when you kind of like start to like think that you understand where things are going it's like oh something else has changed and as a you know we need to kind of be aware that like that's adding extra pressure on everyone and just like be be there for your person like check in with them say how are you doing how are you doing with all this because I think so many so many times like if you're living with your with your significant other it's so easy to forget to like check in and just say how are you feeling like are you worried about your family are you worried about this and it's just it's so easy to forget to do that so I think during this time we need to be you know be really aware of that um, and to move on from this mushy gushy note, if you get really, really annoyed with your, with your partner during this time, I have learned a trick that I'm going to share with you. And hopefully if Mitko allows me, I'm going to upload some screenshots to ex- explain this, this system that I have. Um, so if you're feeling really, really annoyed with, with your, your person, your, your, loved the love of your life and you're just really frustrated with them they're doing something that's driving you crazy with this much setting up <laughs> I, I you can already tell this is <laughs> it's been really thought out it's a it's a proven it's a proven tactic like I've been doing it for years it's it's just awesome so if you I'm trying to figure out how far you need to stand away maybe like six feet away from no maybe like 10 feet away as far away as you need to so stand stand some some distance away from your partner Hold your hand out in front of your face and take your thumb and your pointer finger and align them perfectly like vertically, just like take their head in between those in in between those fingers and just squish it like you're squishing their head from far away. And it just relieves so much tension. Like it just makes you feel if you're really, really frustrated and this is more of like a funny frustrated situation maybe don't do this during a serious argument or it might cause some problems <laughs> but if you're in like a funny like frustrated you know you ever get those just like squish their head and you'll feel so much better yeah my head uh, ends up being a grape it does that sarah's squishing when it she does i know it sounds crazy but just try it and you'll you're you'll just be changed forever and maybe along with that note um, something that Mikko and I have done if we are like, cause a lot of the arguments that we're going to get in during this time, they're going to be kind of silly maybe about like, you're taking up this much space, yada, yada. They might be kind of like at the end of the day, silly arguments that, you know, it, yeah, it's just like, I feel like what happens is like an, a, a fly becomes like an elephant. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Perfectly. Yeah. So in that situation, come up with like a funny, um, What's it? What's the name of that? Come up with a... Oh, muskrat? Yeah. What's it? What's that um, secret password? No. Safe... Not a safe word. What is that? A safe word something else. I know. That's a different podcast episode. <laughs> I know. I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think of the word. Like, come up with like a word that like, if you find yourself in a situation, do you ever get in those, get in those arguments where you're like, I don't even know what we're arguing about mm-hmm. anymore. This is so stupid. Come up with a word. Ours is muskrat. And it just ends things. It's like, okay, then we kind of come back down to down to the ground, come back to reality and just, you know, it just puts things in perspective. So, yeah. And you know, with all of these tips, all this being said, like Sarah and I are not perfect. We oftentimes find ourselves being like, like exactly like you said, like, why are we arguing again? Where did this start? What's the point of this? What are we talking about? Like, what is the goal of this? Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, 
it's just, you know, we're all going to, it's something that we're all going to have to like struggle with here for a little bit. And we thought that we'd share a few tips that we've learned, you know, being together a lot for a long periods of time. And, um, one more, one more bonus tip that we tried last night with some of our friends is if you're feeling like alone and stuck with this one person, you can't see your friends and it really sucks. Um, we did a zoom call with, um, two other couples and, you know, we thought it was just going to be like an hour of like happy hour or whatever. And it actually turned into a five hour, no, four hour game of charades and talking and just like, it felt like they were in the room and that was really cool. Yeah. I think, you know, this is going outside of relationship kind of tips, but we do have to feel a little bit fortunate about the fact that we have all of this technology to assist us during this. So yes, we're shut in. We can't go and see our friends. We can't go to the bar. We can't go to the restaurant. Those are all things that we're sacrificing that we can't do right now. But a hundred years ago, when the Spanish flu was out, people weren't able to zoom their families. They weren't able to like zoom, you know, their friends and have almost like a makeshift date night. So get creative lean on technology in these moments to be able to at least still have some version of social life. See what, you know, restaurants and bars around you are doing in terms of like pickups. I know there's several bars here in town in Cincinnati that are doing like like drink pickups or, you know, like bar uh, brewery refills or takeout dinners and, you know, still have date night, like still schedule those things with some friends um, and have that social life, even if it's virtual. Absolutely. All right, you guys, um, those are our five top tips and one bonus tip uh, on how to kind of stay sane and not, you know, kill your partner while you guys are working remotely and living together during this uh, COVID quarantine. So with that, Sarah, any other tips before, you know, we wrap it up? I don't think so. I already already used my bonus tip, my candid bonus (laughs) tip that was not approved by you before. That was a good tip. Before this, it was a good tip. You're right. All right, you guys, um, I hope that you guys are staying safe and healthy and um, just making the best of a terrible situation. Um, Let me know if you guys have any questions. Shoot me an email or, you know, get in touch with me on Instagram. And, you know, let's stay together in this and get through it. And you guys can expect that the podcast is going to continue coming out as regularly scheduled as it has in the past. So thank you so much. And, yep. Stay healthy and stay safe.